Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the show. It's me and the doc, ready to rock. So uh, we've got another ton of questions. We are ready. Mark, what, what's going on, pal, down the other end of this line? Um, well, I'm just going from work. So I've been a busy day. I've been on call today, so a bit tired. So I may be a bit, my voice may go a bit, but we, I should be all right. Been, been very busy because we've got a few people off because it's holiday time, and, but yeah. they don't, don't sort of get that. So I think I saw 50 patients today. Wow. It's a lot of people, isn't it? That's yeah. a big day. It's hard, it's hard to give that many people a quality service, but you, give, you do your best, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Of course, we do our best, mate. That's uh, what the, the job demands. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they, 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 they've all been, been seen and gotten what they wanted sort of thing. They've all left relatively happy for the time being, haven't they? You know, and uh, that's all you can do. Okay. okay. Okay, dudes. I have got the first question. Hi guys, what are your thoughts on using the sauna and steam room? Excuse me if I'm a bit snuffly tonight, I've got a, a little allergy flare up. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what it is, but uh, uh, what are your thoughts on using the sauna and a steam room? While being good for detox, I have also read that it's good to loosen catar on the chest. Do you think it actually stresses the body, doing more harm than good? Uh, from Rob, our most popular question asker. Can I crack on with this one, Mark? Go for it, yeah. Uh, it's something which I have researched and I've actually done in practice. And my opinion is that if you've got a light cold or, or something like that, or maybe a bit of a, a cough, a, a steam room or a sauna is actually quite beneficial. And based on the premise that when you're ill anyway, your body raises its body temperature. And you kind of sometimes even get hot and sweaty when you're ill. So it kind of kills the, the, the higher temperature, in theory, kills the, the, the kind of the virus or the bacteria. So I do recommend it for people if they're ill. So what would you say to that, Mark? Yeah, it's perfectly okay. I've got some more to add, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's it's very good for sweating toxins out. Yeah. I mean, it, it mobilizes the toxins stored in fat, and sweat is one of the ways you eliminate stuff. So yeah. basically, you're, you're pouring out some of these you know, pesticides, drug solvents, and dioxins that are in your system, and it, it, it does get rid of them. So, I mean, it is, it is useful for that. It does detoxify you rather than... It's better, pretty better than a detox diet, put it that way. Oh, much better. It will get a big uh, release of toxins through your skin. So, it, as I say, release toxins through, through pee, poo, sweat, and, and tears. So, it's a really good thing to get the sweat side of it. Also, for people who are not fit, a sauna or a steam room can represent a cardiovascular workout. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, it's actually quite a good way to get fitter. 
So you could, instead of going to the gym three times a week, you can go to the sauna three times a week and build up your kind of capacity because basically what the sauna does, it gets your temperature up and your heart rate up a little. So that's pretty much what it, it happens when you, you do exercise. So it's a really good way to simulate that uh, for the body. So yeah, big fan myself. I'd love to have one at home one day, uh, sauna. Yeah, I've actually got, I mean, people often think we just talk rubbish. Uh, I've actually got a study that was in the Journal of American College of Cardiology. Good man. 15 minutes in the sauna a day for 14 days improves the functions of the lining of the arteries by 40%. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's improving your sort of um, arterial uh, ability to work by 40, you know, 40%. It's a lot. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's also helpful if you've got a bit of heart failure as well. So some of the older people who've got a bit of heart failure, it actually helps that as well. So it is good. I actually personally don't like them because I, I, I just I, I feel I feel constricted by them. But that's just me. I mean, I'm just one of those people who doesn't like them. But uh, yeah, there's loads of people, as you say, you don't do well with them, and, and, and you, no. you 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 know, obviously don't do it if that's you sort of thing. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, fantastic. Good. Uh, next question, dear Doctor Mark and Rich, love the show. Uh, I was wondering if I feel an ulcer coming or a sore throat stroke cold, what's the best thing to do to nip it in the bud? Or should I just let it take its course? Thanks. Amanda. We had a question like this before, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. Uh, I'll, go through, I'll go through a few simple things. Yeah, I think we stayed off on some of the answers so we could, to keep them for this question. So, yeah, you yeah, okay. go, go, okay, go for I'm it, Paul. Basic prevention. Basically, a nutrient-dense, toxin-free diet, you know, get rid of your sugars, unprepared grains, seed oils, that sort of stuff. If you want, uh, eating liver, that's a fantastic uh, multivitamin. I mean, that, that's better than buying anything in a, in a tablet. Sorry, what? I missed that then. Sorry, what? Liver. Liver, sorry, liver. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, bone broth, again, grandma knew best. Yes. I mean, that's a fabulous thing to uh, to keep away the, the bugs. I mean, fermented foods, probiotics, again, 70 to 80% of our immune systems in our gut. If you make your gut good, you're going to help your immune system. Um, vitamin C is pretty good when the cold season rolls around. I wouldn't do it all year round, but when the cold seasons are on, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, and I always mention vitamin D because it has it has something for everyone in that one, all right? Yeah. Uh, sleep and rest, again, if you want to prevent a cold, get plenty of sleep and rest. Now, if you've got three other ones coming on, um, I'm quite a fan of ginger and honey lemon tea. I, mean, I quite like that. Yeah. Uh, sweat, so we go back to the old sauna. Uh, but you can also do things like eucalyptus, wintergreen, rosemary type. They, all these things all uh, increase the sweat. I mean, increase your probiotic intake. You can take things, these, these fancy things like kvass and kombucha. Um, rest, rest, and rest. And of course, zinc supplements can help it as well. But uh, yeah. that's about all I've got. I mean, I, I, I treat. I, you can see I can I can rush these ones out all at once because I do it all day long in work. I of tell course. them take all these things and they and it helps you cope because they come in for their antibiotics and I say well if you don't need antibiotics you need to uh, you just do these various things and that's that's basically my sort of patter I give to patients when they come in if they want to prevent or if they want to leave. Well, that's why I, you're you on the podcast, Mark, because you don't get the prescription pad out first uh, thing. You that's the last thing you do sort of thing. Exactly. So top man. Hey, uh, all I'd add to that is. If you can feel an ulcer, like on the tongue or whatever, on the side of your mouth coming on, you think, oh, yeah, I'm a bit run down, you know, I'll be busy with work and whatnot. I'm being perhaps eating as well as you, whatever, you can feel it coming on. For me, personally, if I ever get that, the best thing to do 
is ditch the training. So step away from the training and stuff. Exactly like Mark said, if you could get a, a sauna or a steam room. I'm a big fan of uh, Epsom salts or uh, I'm starting to use now um, uh, the Dead Sea salts. So I, I've got a couple of kilos of those here now. So some bath salts um, to get the, the kind of uh, the, the, all those minerals into the, the system. Um, vitamin C, I do split dose, 2,000 milligrams on an empty stomach in the morning and 2,000 milligrams in the afternoon. That's me personally. Uh, and echinacea, uh, as just a one-stop shop sort of thing, uh, you know. So, uh, But yeah, no training, rest, and vitamin C is my main things, you know. But listen to your body if you feel it coming on. Do not stick to your training program if it says like is a beast implant or there's some hard tough stuff so uh back off basically Martin. yeah the other thing is it's not about you know see people saying oh don't come near me with a cold and all this it's not about that no. i mean I'm, I'm around coughs colds infections all day, all day long i've had a cold for about five years touch wood but the um the thing is it's, it's your own immunity so if you keep your immunity good you won't have to worry about the colds and coughs yeah cool good and Question three. Hi, Rich and Mark. What's your take on Juice Plus and how does it compare to a green superfood? Colin, and that was off Facebook. We've answered this one, Colin, kind of thing. So have a little look back at the Juice Plus episode. I'm not quite sure what number it is, but we didn't really give it the best review. It's a lot of filler in there and you can get better now the green superfoods if you're getting a good quality one then yeah it's going to be a good addition to your diet but as me or mark special always says that you know always better to get everything through your food first off and uh, if you're gonna kind of want green superfood then just eat more greens and have green um kind of you know like i have these green sort of shakes and smoothies and stuff like that and I find it a really good way to consume a lot of natural, like, you know, raw vegetables in one one sort of sitting sort of thing. So um, Phil Richards is just coming out just to give him a plug on a new product. This fantastic product, in my opinion. He's basically got a natural greens uh, product and he's put it in capsules because there's a lot of people out there, Mark, who they, the taste of vegetables is just, like me being one of them, it's just horrible sort of thing. So I think that's good. But... Always natural first option, and if you find you're really, really not eating any veg through natural channels, then you know supplementation is the last option. So, Mark, you need to man up. You need to man up. <laughs> eat your bloody veg. Oh man, I just, I just, I, I know I do eat it. Like I had roast vegetables. I had roast vegetables last night for my evening meal, and I had half a bag of spinach this morning for breakfast and I eat more vegetables than most people yeah what but do you say to your kids eat your vegetables kids but I'm going to have a little six green, green drink but I do it to get the extra, extra vegetables so and I, I find I, it, it keeps me that extra lean and you know sort of thing so I do have vegetables but I I have them in other ways so I don't have I, just boiled veg because that's my most least favourite thing in the world is just Boiled. Is that school? Because often it's school. Or I can't, I I can't even bring pudding because it makes me feel sick because I used to get you know, told I had to eat it in school. Yeah, there we go. So even you've got some things you want to eat. So yeah. man, man up. Yeah, uh, bread, 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 bread. I wouldn't eat it anyway now. No. So bread, 
Yeah, yeah, I love bread and butter pudding. Anything like that, I just uh, <laughs> whew, I tell you, I bit been. Uh, That's why you got all these allergies. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I need to cut that. I, uh, I tell you what, I, 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 I've, I've been craving is uh, like awful and stuff like that. I've been going for kidney and uh, faggots yeah. and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I can't do kidney. It's just a whole urine thing. I can't do kidney. Yeah. Liver, I love. Yeah, yeah. And I like faggots as well, but I can't. I can't do kidney. Oh, it's I just love, something about it. Liver. Oh, beautiful. So anyway, uh, as well, if people say they can't eat. You know, decent food. Liver's going to be one of the cheapest foods in the butchers. Oh, yeah. And it's in they, 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 as well. And faggots yeah. are nice. They're trying to get rid of them. They, 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 they're eventually giving it away. So, I mean, yeah. you could have a, you could feed anyone for, you know, a couple of quid, you know, and it's, it, you could feed a whole family for a couple of quid. Yeah. We've yeah. got liver, liver, a bit of bacon, some onions, you know, put some cream in it even. Bloody lovely. Anyway. Okay. And I think, let me go. No, no, it's great. Uh, last question for this episode. Uh, Okay, so following on from a question we had. Hi, Richard Mark. You did a podcast on ulcerative colitis, and you mentioned that even taking one ibuprofen tablet could potentially lead to stomach ulcers. Bearing that in mind, is ibuprofen gel better than the tablets? That's one for me, then, I take it. That's for you, sir, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, the only problem... Yes, it is better, right. but it still goes through the circulation. It actually still does, it does something to the prostaglandin. So, yes, it's better, but um, for the amount of effect it's going to give you, unless you've got a um, an injury that's close to the surface, because the penetration of ibuprofen gel is very, very small, I wouldn't bother. I'd just rub the actual um, surface, because that's the rubbing action has got more action than the, the ibuprofen. Most. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it, to be honest. I would use something else. I would use something like capsaicin, something like that, if you want to put something on an injury. I wouldn't bother with ibuprofen gel at all. No, I think so. It's 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 it's, it's almost a placebo. It's not it's not right. really any great value. Right. Okay. Fantastic information. And just to follow on a little bit from that last bit for for t- today's episode, you mentioned last time that and you used the words dirty drug. Now I think you said like uh, ibuprofen was a dirty drug, and but what other drugs, Mark, are like what you'd categorise in that, uh, or what you put in that category? I think I think Bruford is. I think any non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, you got your Voltarols, your um, uh, and the Proxens and Ibuprofen. They're all the same. They're non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. They're, they're they are the king of the dirty drugs. The other right. one, I, one that really gets my goat is people on ben, benzodiazepines. That's I mean, there, there's a thing on the internet. The benzodiazepines, you know, what's that? Benzodiazepines are things like Valium, right? Plaz, um, all those things. They they yeah, they'll help you sleep for a, a day or two, but unfortunately, after that, you're addicted and you won't sleep. So Mark, I, I really hey, don't like those. Drugs. Yeah, I've, I've been there, mate. I've been there. I've been addicted yeah. to them. I was taking. I was our, it, our practice has, has actually sorry to interrupt. Our practice has actually got the lowest benzodiazepine. Um, it's a little plug for our practice because I've even got a question up saying the energy is crapping them. We are the lowest benzodiazepine uh, prescribers in the whole of Wales, so we, we, we really have a, make an effort to get people off yeah. them. But they're they're a very big big dirty drug. Yeah. Uh, you call me in the hop here. There's plenty of other dirty drugs. I mean, I, I actually think antibiotics, unless you've got a really serious infection, uh, are not a particularly healthy drug to take. I mean, I haven't taken an antibiotic in fifteen years, probably. Yeah. I don't think my kids have ever had one. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it is the problem. It's not so much the antibiotics; they've got a place. But unfortunately, they're over-prescribed, over-used. 
and people think they're a magic bullet, in which, yeah. but unfortunately, if you've got yeah. some sort of mild infection, your body gets rid of it. You don't need an antibiotic. Yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, you've got to be careful with all these things. In my early twenties, I well. Uh, basically, I was running two businesses and working a full-time job as well. And someone gave me one of these little blue tablets, and I was like, "All oh, right, okay, stay up to, to relax and get to sleep or whatever." So I took one, and it was like, um, "Hallelujah!" It was like, oh "My God!" It was like a, 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 a unplugging all the hyperactiveness and the busyness of my mind, and I was just like, "Like, well, like the drug is, it's a tranquilizer." So it was. So I started taking one, like exactly like you said, straight away, mate. I was addicted. I was trying not to take them, and I and I couldn't. And then I was having the sweats the following morning, um, after kind of like when waking up all groggy and stuff like that. And I only managed to like get off them or whatever. We had a holiday uh, abroad, and whatever reason, you know, you don't do this sort of stuff on a holiday. And we went away, and I came back, and I said, right, flipping heck. I I'm 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 off them as it were, and I, I I never kind of go go near them again. But, whew, what a what a horrible uh, thing! It it really grips you. I've never had that before. I mean, the other the other classic line of dirty drugs are the are the painkillers, the opiate painkillers, the uh, odomor codeines. Yeah, well, we know uh, one of my buddies who's who's been. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, they, they are they are all, all most of the stronger ones are three to four milligrams of morphine, and if you tell a patient that the three to four milligrams of morphine a tablet, they start thinking, oh. And I mean, I phoned the DVL up and said, well, how much of these tablets can people take? And they were like, they didn't really give me an answer, but they were like, well, perhaps you shouldn't take, you know, you shouldn't drive for the first two weeks of taking them, and, and that's wow. the way I, I approach people. I say, well, you shouldn't really be driving taking these tablets, you know. That's so, yeah, I know somebody. You have to be careful when you take any medication. You've got to be careful if you drive because some of these medications are sedating. Even antihistamines, some of the most sedating antihistamines, the strong painkillers. You shouldn't be driving. Your insurance company may really have a go at you if you if you you have an accident. Yeah, prescription uh, drug addiction is huge in America and it's big in this country as well. As you you probably are more aware of it than, than me, but. As I say, I, I, you know, I'm not afraid to, to tell people the truth and, and share my, my life experiences. I'm not embarrassed one little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of where I am at in, in life and uh, what I've achieved and things. And it's all part of, of helping you, you, you grow as a person. But I can tell you guys, you stay away from uh, these things because, uh, they grip hold of you. Okay, right. Uh, I think that's it for today. That was a nice finish there. And um, is that? Have you got anything to add there, Mark? That be. Yeah, what, what, I mean, when's the um, the event? Twenty third. Oh yeah, man, it's uh, it's all sold out. It's all kind of happening twenty fourth. So um, I better, I better put that in my yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Put, put it in, <laughs> you'll be there the wrong night. Uh, but yeah, it's all looking good, mate. And I don't want to give too much away because you know I just want to, people to come on the night and, and and kind of experience it all there. But generally, you know, a little overview. We've, we've the menu is out. We've got. Uh, the starters are a choice between prawn, mango, and avocado salad. You've got chicken kebabs or vegetable soup, so you have to choose from that. Then we've got sea bass, sweet potato, chili mash, and vegetables, or oh, what was that? Chicken, surf, and turf, or a vegetarian option. And then the desserts, I think, were like things like sorbet and poached pear, and I think coffee then to finish, you know. But that's the food. Me and you give a bit of a talk. We do a podcast. Yeah. In a nutshell, that's it. That I got a, I got a couple of hula hula girls to 
do welcome drinks and uh, some demos and stuff like that. As long as we haven't got to dress up in skirts to give the drinks, are we quite like? Yeah, you're all right. I've got a little outfit for you separate to that. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. Excited and uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be great fun. So. Uh, yeah, unfortunately you would have missed out on that now guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're doing an event, uh, but keep a listen out because we will be doing more events and we're going to be doing some workshops as well, one day workshops, which will be able to come and have the doc and I kind of go through your, 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 uh, body and your physicality and your nutrition and then put it all back together and give you a bit of a, a route map. So, uh, keep an eye out for that sort of stuff. Okay. It's all from me. And all from me. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You, Me and the GP Radio Show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co. UK.